Welcome to episode one of Adoption, the Adoption of Blockchain podcast. Now, today's episode one, we're going to be discussing Black Lives Matter and blockchain. Now, that title may seem crazy to you because you're thinking how the two are even linked. Hopefully, by the end of this video, you'll realize that this isn't as far-fetched as you may originally had presumed. Now, I don't want to go into the injustices and what Black Lives Matter stand for. That's not what I'll be doing today. And I think we're all aware of that by now, or I hope so anyway. Over the last few days, I've seen so much confusion of what is the outcome we're looking for of Black Lives Matter. The confusion around, do we post a black screen or do we not? Do we riot or do we not? Do we, do we want to go to a specific march or do we not want to go to that specific march? And so many conspiracies and things that are around that narrative. I'm not going to be touching on any of those angles today. I'm more focused today on do, what is what is it that we're looking for. And if it is this, what I'm going to discuss today, then I think I have a solution. A solution that you may not have thought existed. Now back to Adopt Chain. Here, the podcast we're doing today, episode one. Our aim is to be the think tank for the future. And it being in a certain language that is understandable by even my father. I think right now, a lot is being talked in this space that's in a language that not many people understand. So hopefully we can discuss things in a little bit more simplistic terms for everyone to understand and I can get my point across today of why I think blockchain and Black Lives Matter is the same thing. It's the same thing. Now, a few days ago, I tweeted this. I'm going to read it out to you. The SCA website says exchange tokens like other crypto assets operating using distributed ledger technology, brackets DLT, like blockchain and are not issued or backed by a central bank or authority. Now, I then go on to say, do you understand that this is the only solution to bring change Black Lives Matter? I then go on to say, bear with me. Blackout Tuesday is what Bitcoin is 365 days a year. Do you understand that? Do you understand the ramifications of everyone using a decentralized currency? Do you want to see real change and hurt them where it hurts most? Blacking out our social media shows our unity and awareness, but what is it that we want to achieve? If it's change, I think I have a better solution than blacking out your screen. I'm going to play a video. Hopefully you'll be able to hear it clearly. And most of my train of thought sparked from this because literally 24 hours later, after I tweeted those tweets, I came across this video on social media and I want you to listen to it. Exit the economy as a whole, and the way we do that is by Bitcoin. Now I want. Now I'm gonna use that as the mantra throughout the rest of this. That someone who's never understood Bitcoin, never understood blockchain, never understood the benefits of a new financial system, would see that and it would go in one ear and out the other. So that's the reason, one of the main motivations of doing this as my episode one today. In that video, the gentleman says the system wasn't built for us to thrive. And what he's talking about is something that was in the 1980s reported by someone called Bill Deadman as something 
known as redlining that would often lend to lower income whites but not to middle income or upper income blacks that's what redlining was redlining is the unethical practice that puts services out of reach of residents from certain areas based on race or ethnicity this is something that happened actually happened it's real redlining now if you think of the repercussions of that today Let's talk about two generations back. If our grandparents were unable to get simple housing in certain areas, that knock-on effect on us today means we will be in those low-income areas, able to be in different neighbourhoods, all due to race. It was We were redlined out of the system. I mean, today, it was um, a Harvard study, and it basically goes on to say, if you have an ethnic name, you're half as likely to get a request for an interview than if your name sounded more white. The solution? Exit the economy as a whole. And the way we do that is by Bitcoin. What does this all have to do with blockchain? It's exactly that. It's time to move from a centralized financial system to a decentralized financial system. That is a way to revolt peacefully, a way in which we can control the narrative moving forward. One which is free from bias, one that cannot be controlled, one that is free from manipulation in terms of the value of the dollar today can be changed. It can be manipulated. Why? If the Fed prints like they're doing now constantly into the economy, what does that mean for your dollar today? Your dollar is worth less than it did yesterday. Why? Because there's more of them in the room now. That's the whole point of inflation and deflationary currency. On the flip side, if we look at Bitcoin, it's a fixed current. It, it's a fixed quantity. There is only 21 million Bitcoins. The difference is we're going to go from quantitative easing to hardening easing. The difference is the complete opposite. Everything you see today broken with the financial system can be a decentralized financial system based on the blockchain. Not everyone can have a bank account. Those are what we call the unbanked. If you have a smartphone right now, you're, you move from unbanked to banked. You don't need a bank account. You don't need to follow a specific bank's KYC or credit rating in order to get a bank account. You just download an app. You, you have access to a smartphone. All of a sudden, you now have more control over your finances. Right now, when you make a payment on your debit card, what you're actually doing when you purchase, let's say, a, a new hat online, you are requesting your bank permission to send funds from your bank account to a vendor. That's right. You have to ask the bank for permission. That is what that system is. You don't actually control your finances. I'm talking about a new financial system, a decentralized system based on the blockchain. And I want to talk about some of the benefits of a new system of us migrating from all the flaws that we see today, all the systematic racism that we find ourselves today. And let's do it. Let's have a solution. What, what do we want with Black Lives Matter? We want e equality. We want the ability to the opposite of what that gentleman said in the video to begin with. We want a system where we can thrive just like everybody else. And I think blockchain answers that question if you look into it and understand what it is a decentralized system is. So some of those things are we can separate transactions from the dollar. I can I can now send you a payment right now and I'm in control of that. 
I control. I'm my own bank. I don't need permission. I don't need a middleman. I don't need anybody to control that purchase. It's it's my money, right? You think that's the current system is allowing us to do? It's not. I'm going to quote you what it says in the Bitcoin white paper from Satoshi Nakamoto. Um, and that Bitcoin white paper is basically literally the mission statement of the person that created Bitcoin. And let's use that as an example. A purely peer-to-peer version of electronic cash would allow online payments to be sent directly from one party to another without going through a financial institution. I.e. you can become your own bank. You can control your own narrative. You can thrive in your new economy. Some of the benefits are we can benefit from globalization more efficiently, more cost-effectively. I can send payments right now abroad on the blockchain faster, quicker, cheaper than if I wanted to send money to America right now from here in the UK to anywhere in the world. I'll have to make, I'll have to pay a fee, the different types of fees. And those of you that do that on a regular basis within your different forms of businesses or lifestyles understand how frustrating that can be and how long it takes in terms of a couple of days waiting for if you have an intermediary bank. If if the bank is in a completely different jurisdiction than your than than your current bank, it it can get really annoying and inefficient. I, I'll give you a statistic: in the last three months of twenty twenty, each day saw an average of two thousand eight hundred and seventy thousand Bitcoin transactions worldwide. It has established a global decentralized transaction network that eliminate, eliminates the necessity of a centralized of any centralized institutions for currency issuance or settlement. In this case, it has opened the door for a new kind of market and opportunities where no authority or individual controls the money market system can offer us. It's permissionless. This means anyone can connect to a network regardless of their social status or location. No more redlining. It's decentralized. There's no central authority overseeing transactions. Records are kept simultaneously across numerous computers around the world. It's decentralized, which in turn, makes it transparent. All transactions are publicly available and auditable. We eliminate corruption around the world. We eliminate black money markets. We eliminate funding of terrorism and all sorts of nasty things that happen on the planet. Everyone loves to talk about the JP Morgan boat that was full of cocaine. Um, you can, you guys can Google that. It's a crazy story. Um <laughs> But those things wouldn't happen if we were on a decentralized financial system that was auditable and transparent, decentralized. It's also trustless. There is no need for a central authority to validate transactions as they are automatically validated. That's the whole point of Bitcoin mining. There's a computer on the other side of the world that could be mining the transaction between me and you. That's decentralized. No one controls that computer. The, the incentive for someone to set up that specific network of computers on the other side of the world is they get a small fee. That's a story for another day. And the last benefit I want to talk about is it's programmable. Developers can code business logic into affordable financial services, smart contracts. It's going to change everything that we do moving forward. So this final part, I'm going to talk about what the problem was, which is what we touched on with redlining, institutionalized racism, Black Lives Matter, and the solution, moving financial system, moving our funds, our money to a new system, a system that we control, a system that's transparent, that's trustless. Now, I want to try and visualize this 
into into simpler simple way in layman terms let's say let's imagine every single one of us today i'm hypothetically speaking we moved all our money from fiat to bitcoin now one of the biggest myths around bitcoin is it's backed by nothing it has no value what is its value taught that myth what's the value of facebook today how do we value facebook or other big tech twitter etc the value is only the value of facebook is the users that use it that's it you don't need an mba to tell me how to value facebook right now its only value is the users that use it if you wanted to use an example if we all came to if we all came together tomorrow and we all deactivated our facebook if we have one every single person deactivates facebook it anyone that's supporting black lives matter we deactivate facebook overnight you'll see the share price of facebook drop to zero because their only value is us that use it there is no other value to facebook they don't have crazy ip or stock or etc their their product is a, is a page where we give them our data if one way we could we could eradicate facebook protesting in a peaceful way that actually makes meaningful change is we could wipe away everything that they stand for everything that's happening is we remove our value so we all tomorrow we all now use bitcoin we move from the centralized system to a decentralized system what do you think the repercussions of that are what do you think we benefit from by doing that a new financial system one that's auditable one that's transparent one that can bank for the unbanked one that doesn't rate you based on your credit one that provides us the tools to thrive in a new world at the same time destroying and hurting the same system that we've been the victim victims of for years and years and years I, I don't have to be uh, an high intellect to tell you what happened in 2000, 2008 is the same year bitcoin came about it's always been the solution we just need to wake up to what that solution is if i've managed to change the way you think if i've managed to open a new world out there that exists one that you didn't know existed um which is the main reason and one of the things we want to do we want to be thought provoking we want to be disruptive we want to talk about things of emerging tech and how we can be a part of that that's part of what this podcast is about moving forward and and speaking about that in simplistic terms and trying to educate everyone on the whole there is a great book called bitcoin and black america Bitcoin and Black America is a book by Isaiah Jackson. If there's one takeaway today, blockchain and Black Lives Matter is the same thing. The battle is exactly the same. It's anti-establishment. It's changing from one system to a new system, one that we can thrive in. Then, then go out, check this book out. Isaiah Jackson, Bitcoin and Black America. That is basically. I'll just read it out to you now. Ready for change in Black economics? Join the Bitcoin revolution. Bitcoin and Black America is a dynamic new book that explores the synergy between Black economics, Bitcoin, and blockchain technology. A great summary of what we try to do here today. Uh, it's been. I hope it's been educational for you. Uh, I hope you find it. If you found value, share it with somebody, and uh, peace out. All the best and stay safe.